Hi, friends, and welcome to Believe Like a Boss. I'm your host, Life Coach Nandu Camille. Join me as I teach you how to smash your goals and expand the possibility of your life through mindset management, spiritual alignment, and authentic action. I'll teach you how to create what I like to call a life of thrive with ease and authenticity. It's time to play with what's possible. Are you ready? Let's go. Hello, 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 my friends, and welcome back to the podcast. I have a frog in my throat. I'm actually fighting off a little bit of a baby. It feels like it wants to become a head cold. A little bit of sprinkle of itchy throat, a little bit of sprinkle of in and out congestion. So we're working with it. I've been exposed to some new germs. As I told my friends on Instagram, I started a new position and I'm a child care director in addition to life coaching. And so every time that I'm in a new space, I've been working with kids and families for 17 years, actually. And coming into a new space as a new director, I can talk about all the leadership pieces and all the community pieces and the transition. But one of the things that I absolutely know is going to happen is I'm being exposed to new germs, especially from little people. And so I've been really heavy on my echinacea, on all of my vitamins, and going to acupuncture. I think I've been to acupuncture three times in the past week, and now I'm going to make sure I go every single week. So excuse a little bit of congestion, but I have to be honest, to only be uh, feeling like it's coming on, I feel like I'm in a great place because I feel like otherwise I would have been full on sick had I not taken the precaution that I hadn't. So I'm in a good place, my friends. Welcome back to the podcast. This week we're talking about when people irritate you, when people irritate you, because it happens. People are going to irritate you. People are going to say things that you don't anticipate. People are going to say things that hurt your feelings. People are going to do things that hurt your feelings. People are going to say one thing and do another thing, and that might hurt your feelings. Like It's going to happen. So how do we become the people that can receive those interactions with grace and not downward spiral or not get stuck in what other people are saying and therefore not take action on our goals or show up in the world the way that we want to, right? How many times has somebody said something to you and it's just deflated you? And then from that place, you just walk around continuing to feel deflated, not going after what you want, feeling like you're not enjoying life the way that you usually do because you're replaying this thing that this person said or did again and again, that's deflating you. Right? And there's nothing inherently wrong with that. But when we think about living our best life, it usually does not include walking around feeling deflated based on what other people have said or done to us. So how do we start to take our power back? How do we continue to walk in that power? And again, how do we be mindful when people say or do things to us that we don't want or don't expect, catch us off guard. How do we still receive that with grace and show up as our best selves, right? Without being doormats. We're not here to be walked over. We're also not here to um, cause what's been caused in us, right? So to hurt somebody back after we've been hurt. So how, what do we do when people irritate us? If you have the space to, I always encourage people to take a deep breath and identify what you're feeling. You can always identify what you're feeling. Sometimes people don't feel like they're in the space where they can take a deep breath. Maybe they're in the heat of the moment. They're having an argument with their partner or their boss has said something that has completely caught them off guard. They just don't feel as though they can catch their breath in that moment. 
you can for a moment, and this takes practice. This is why I love mindfulness. Notice what you're feeling. When somebody says something to you that you don't anticipate, or someone takes an action that hurts your feelings, notice how that makes you feel. The brain wanting to protect us will often go to a place of attack. They shouldn't have done that. That shouldn't have happened. But how are you feeling? How is that action making you feel? I'm upset. I'm hurt. If you can get curious, where is it in your body? And how does it feel in your body? Do you hold your tension in your neck and your shoulders? Do you hold it in your chest? Do you hold it in your gut? Do you squeeze your toes? What happens to you? What, where does it show up in your body? Right? So again, notice how are you feeling? I'm feeling frustrated that they did this thing and I feel the frustration in my chest. We're doing this because again, I want to keep you out of an attack mode. I want to keep you in your prefrontal cortex. When we go and react, which is a human response, there's nothing inherently wrong with it, but again, we want to practice our mindfulness so we can increase our ability to respond instead of react. When we react, especially from a place of anger or frustration, we're in a place of protection. And so our brain goes to fight, flight, or freeze. That's our lizard brain. And that's all it can think about when it's in that place. And so that's why I really encourage you to take a deep breath if you can and to notice what's in your body because this keeps us in our thinking brain, our prefrontal cortex, our creative thinking, our ability to make decisions from a sound, loving place versus our lizard brain, which is trying to protect us, which is reactive, which is pumped with adrenaline because we're ready to escape or fight. When we're able to notice, how am I feeling? And where is it in my body? Again, it keeps us in that creative space. My next question for you is, or what I want you to ask yourself is how do you want to feel instead? And again, all of this will take practice and then you'll get to a place where when somebody upsets you or frustrates you, you can automatically do all of this. When someone upsets me, this is what I automatically do. I take a deep breath. Whether or not they know it, I've learned how to just pause and breathe or just focus on my breath if I'm not able to take a deep breath in that moment. How am I feeling right now? Frustrated. I'm feeling irritated. I don't really like what they're saying right now, right? Where is it in my body? It's in my throat. It's in my chest. My throat feels hot and I feel myself. I feel, you can start to notice and feel yourself getting into that fight, flight, or freeze response. I feel myself getting ready to want to punch them in the face. That's fight. I feel myself wanting to run away. That's flight. I feel myself just feeling stuck. I don't, I, I don't know what to do. Freeze. Right? Just notice what is my body doing? And how do you want to feel instead? I want to feel connected to this person. I want to feel like they hear me. I want to feel heard. I want to feel seen. What they did made me feel so unseen. Notice that. And also notice, what did you want them to do or create? Right? What did you want them to do to create the feeling that you desire? Did you want them to say, yes, okay? Did you want them to say, absolutely, yeah, we can do that? And they said, no. Did you want them to agree with you and they disagreed with you? Did you want them to be kinder in their response? Did you want them to hold the door open longer so you can make it through? What did you want? Notice that. 
and can you love them anyway? This one makes us itchy sometimes. Can you love them anyway? Right? Because the only th- reason why we want anything is because of how we will believe we will feel. Right? So I wanted them to agree because then I would feel good. I wanted them to say yes because then I would feel connected and then I'd feel supported. But they said no. But they didn't agree with me. Can you love them anyway? Some of you are going to say no and that's okay. My next question for you, because the point is bringing your power back to yourself and not getting stuck in frustration, not walking around with your head hung low. How can you have your own back in this moment? How can you have your own back in this moment? What would your best self do in this moment? Maybe it's walking away. Maybe it's saying no thank you. Maybe it's setting a boundary. And if you don't know how to set a boundary, maybe it's going to do some research on setting boundaries. You've decided in your brain and your spirit, you know what, the next time I'm spoken to this way, the next time XYZ happens, I would like to set a boundary. I would like to let them know that this isn't okay. I don't feel comfortable doing so right now. <laughs> and I feel scared. I feel frustrated, right? Go back to how you're feeling. I want to feel empowered. And in my brain, setting a boundary is how I'm going to feel empowered. I don't really know how to do that right now, right? That's okay. Maybe the next step is going and watching a YouTube video or scroll back, my friends, go to an earlier episode on boundaries and how you can set boundaries. Do you need to let it go in this moment? Do you need to send them love? Do you need to tell yourself this too shall pass? Do you want to remind yourself that you got this, even if they don't have your back, even if they don't believe in you? Do you want to speak up about what is bothering you? How can you have your own back in this moment? Again, the goal is to bounce back, to have an upward spiral, to not downward spiral from this place. Oh, they said this. I knew they were going to say this. I never have good ideas. I wish I had good ideas. You see how you can get into the downward spiral? Or, men never choose me. I thought he was going to choose me. It never happens. I thought it was going to happen. What's wrong with me? And notice how it usually comes home to what's wrong with me. I want to remind you that there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. Take a deep breath. Notice how you're feeling. Ask yourself, how do I want to feel instead? Right? And how can I have my own back in this moment? Instead of getting stuck in ruminating thoughts or negative self-talk or talk that doesn't serve me. I want to leave you guys with some things that I say to myself. Use these interchangeably when people irritate me, when I feel frustrated, when things don't go the way I anticipate them going based on someone's behavior. Hurt people hurt people. I don't know where I got this from, but I've held it in my metaphorical back pocket, in my metaphorical tool belt for years. Hurt people hurt people. It helps me have empathy for people when they come at me, when I feel like I'm being attacked, especially when I feel like I'm being attacked for what seems like no reason. Hey, take a deep breath. Hurt people hurt people. If this person was in a place of joy, of peace, of mindfulness, It is not likely they would be showing up in this way. So it gives me space. It gives me grace for them. Hurt people hurt people. Here's the next one. I didn't count these. There's one, two, three, four, five, six. Six go-tos I have here. Here's the second one. God, angels, universe, I'm willing to see things differently. 
help me to see things differently. Now, this is a prayer. This is a prayer that I love, though, because if in a moment or if in several moments I'm having a hard time either forgiving the person, moving on from something, and I just feel really stuck in my thinking about it, I feel really justified in my thinking about it, I will say this prayer. I got this prayer from Gabby Bernstein. I love it. God, angels, universe, I'm willing to see things differently. Help me to see things differently. And then I truly believe that God is just going to go into my brain, rewire some things, and help me to see this person from a place of love. Help me to see the situation as a stepping stone on my journey, even though it was uncomfortable, right? Help me to see this in a way that serves me and serves that person and therefore serves the world. So that's the second one. I love that prayer. Third one, their pain has nothing to do with me. This one feels like a synonym for hurt people hurt people. Their pain has nothing to do with me, right? When someone's coming at you, even though it is it is at you, it has nothing to do with you. It has to do with their thoughts about something, and that's it, right? So practice not internalizing what other people are saying. Practice noticing it. Practice noticing their pain. Practice noticing, okay, what is it that they're upset about? Right? Even if they're saying, you did this or you did that, they're upset about what? Not getting their way, not having X. What is it? Right? And you don't even have to go that deep if you don't want to. That's just my coachy brain. I like to get really curious. But their pain has nothing to do with me is so helpful for me at times. Because then I can allow somebody allow someone where I can't control anybody anyway, but in my own way, allow them to act, respond however they need to without internalizing it, without making it mean anything about me. Their pain has nothing to do with me. Here's the next one. I'm safe. I'm loved. I'm worthy. I'm safe. I'm loved. I'm worthy. I just imagine I've used this one after having a tough conversation and leaving that conversation feeling less than, or leaving that conversation not getting the result I thought I was going to get, reminding myself, I am safe, I am loved, I am worthy. Often when we feel attacked, we feel like there's something wrong with us. What's wrong with me that this is happening to me? Right? There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. And I would say there's nothing wrong with that person either. Again, they might be experiencing a pain or a thought that's just not serving them. Right? They may have experienced behavior such as that, that they're now putting on you. And, and in their brain, their background, that's normal. That's how people act, right? Notice it has nothing to do with you. You're safe, you're loved, you're worthy. I have two more for you. This too shall pass. This too shall pass. This one from the Bible. I actually don't know where in the Bible, so maybe I should look into that. But ever since I was a kid, I've had this one. This too shall pass. Maybe I picked it up just from church in general. Just remembering that this moment is a moment. That your next opportunity is as close as your next breath. Your your next best feeling is as close as your next breath if you want it and if you allow for it. Sometimes we want to feel upset. Sometimes we want to feel frustrated. Own it. If you want to be mad about something, be mad about something. That's totally okay. Right? You can you can absolutely feel upset. All feelings are welcome. And when you're ready to shift to a place of feeling empowered or feeling however you want to feel, 
remind yourself that that negative feeling that you're feeling that you're no longer wanting to feel, it'll go away. In fact, if you can sit in that emotion for 90 seconds, science says it will go away on its own just by feeling it, that we perpetuate it our negative feelings by fearing them, by telling them that they need to go away. I don't want to feel this way. I don't want to feel this way. By doing that, you perpetuate it versus how do I feel? Feeling it fully, noticing where it is in your body, being so mindful about it, being so curious about it, letting it be there. Even though you don't necessarily want it to be there, letting it be there. Seeing what it needs to tell you. It's a messenger. All of your emotions are messengers. There's nothing to be afraid of. It will pass. It has to. But by telling it that, don't be here, don't be here, don't be here. You're keeping it there. You're keeping it alive. Here's the last one. What could I have done differently? I think it's important to take ownership. Like I opened with at the beginning of this podcast, I'm working with a completely new team right now. And so as I'm going from moment to moment, if I'm having a moment of, of discomfort or something, someone's not answering me the way I anticipated them answering, or I'm not getting the answer I anticipated getting from someone, I'm reflecting in a moment. What could I have done differently? Right? What in me may have brought that up in that person? Sometimes it's nothing. Sometimes people are just having a bad day and you could be so sweet and it doesn't matter what you say. And other times it does matter what you say. And it did matter the tone that you said it in and the way that you presented it. So asking that question to yourself, what could I have done differently? And being humble about it, being curious about it, remembering that this is, again, a mindfulness exercise, not a place to beat yourself up, but an opportunity to be mindful, to be aware without judgment, to be curious, to better yourself from a place of love, not from a place of lack. To better yourself because you love yourself and you want to continue to speak to people in a way that it encourages them and encourages you and expands people and expands you. What could I have done differently? So I'm going to go through those quickly. Hurt people hurt people. God, angels, universe, I am willing to see things differently. Help me see things differently. Their pain has nothing to do with me. I am safe. I am loved. I am worthy. This too shall pass. And what could I have done differently? I hope this podcast episode served you, my friends. When people irritate you, take a deep breath, give yourself some love, and keep it moving. Continue to flow with life. That metaphor serves me so much every single day. I love metaphors. Notice that when when people irritate us, it's almost as if we're walking upstream all of a sudden, right? Imagine yourself flowing downstream with life. What would it take for you to get there energetically? What would you need to do? What would you need to think in order to feel as if you are flowing with life instead of walking upstream? I don't want you to keep walking upstream. You don't need to do that to yourself. See if you can flow with life a little bit more today. I love you all so much. I'll see you next week. Hey friend, if you are enjoying this podcast, I would love to invite you for one-on-one coaching. If you go to nandicamille.com and you click on discovery call, you can learn more about what it means to coach with me one-on-one, what it looks like to book a discovery call, and what it looks like to be coached. To know if working with me 
to help you accomplish your goals is the right fit for you and your family. I like to believe there's no such thing as right or wrong. There's only what's most in alignment for you and your goals. And as a coach, that is my job to help you better fine tune what is in alignment for you, help you take action, rewrite those limiting beliefs, and actually help you create the new results that you want to create in your life. It starts by feeling better though, right? The only reason you want those things is because you're tired of feeling the way you're feeling. If you're ready, I'm ready to help you feel better and create new results. Go to nandicamille.com to learn more. But if you're ready to jump right in, go to nandicamille.as.me. This information is also in the show notes, nandicamille.com to learn more, nandicamille.as.me to go ahead and book your first call. I can't wait to meet you.